the sun is shining and all of my favorite plant friends are popping up right now. Speaking of plants, what are you growing this year? Do you know? Do you know what kind of medicine will be in your garden? Or are you still trying to figure it out? Totally okay if you're still trying to figure it out. We're all growing and learning on this journey, right? But if you want some help, I do have a family medicine garden guides. It's basically 10 essential herbs that I feel like every mom needs to know and grow in their yard. I give you some growing tips and ways that you can use it as medicine, and it's totally free. So if you want that, I'm going to pop a link in the show notes here for you to grab it and give Get your hands digging in the dirt and growing incredible medicine for you and your family. Hey, hey, first podcast of 2021. I am so happy you're tuning in. And since it's a new year, And the whole world is talking about new year, new you. I figured I'd come chime in and talk about how you can work on healing your body from the inside out, right? So today's episode, I'm just going to share with you a few of my absolute favorite herbs that I love to turn to when it comes to issues of inflammation in the gut, because that's where all this health and well-being and healing and new year and new you is going to start from. So I hope you enjoy the episode. I hope you learned something and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Herbalist's Path, where we're on a mission to inspire a movement where there's an herbalist in every home. Again, with your host, clinical herbalist, Melissa Mutterspaugh. Our gut health is absolutely essential to healthy immune function, your emotional well-being, and your overall vitality of your entire body. Inflammation in the gut is basically all the issues we're talking about, like your IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, inflammatory bowel disease, and all of your itis issues out there like colitis and gastritis, even arthritis, depression or Crohn's and various skin eruptions can also be a result of inflammation happening in your gut. Today, there's over 3 million Americans with irritable bowel disease and with so many people suffering from various autoimmune disorders, all of these weird, crazy bowel diseases and IBS, it's clear that we have a major problem in our world today and it stems from what's going on within your gut. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about a few of the herbs that have done great things for me and my gut and may even be able to help you. But I do want to be sure that you remember that this is what works for me and some of the people I've helped. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right herb for you because this is not how plant medicine works. 
it's not X for Y. That's just not what happens. Even though we are trained in our culture to think in that way, you know, you take this pill for that and everything's fine, except for the long list of side effects that, you know, you may not be able to read or understand within the commercial. But that's just, it's just not how herbs work. So I really want to talk about that and like, you are unique and the plants are unique and the way in which they work with your body is unique to you. So just please take the time to feel and assess how each herb works within your body. So it could be great for your best friend over there, but for you, you take this herb and you're like, oh my God, my tummy hurts or some other weird thing goes on that you're not used to in your body. And you know, it's not always the easiest thing to decide. So I do recommend if you can to work with a qualified healthcare practitioner or herbalist or naturopath or, you know, somebody on your team to help you figure out what herb is the right herb for you. So, you know, I talk about herbs a lot, but it really goes as the same thing for the foods you're putting in your body because the food you put into your body is what determines the health of your gut the health of your mind, the health of your immune system, and your entire health and well-being as a whole. So some of the foods your body may be sensitive to, and I can eat it like no problem, or, you know, maybe vice versa. So just get into the habit and do yourself a favor and listen. Listen to your body. How is it feeling? How is it reacting to that? food or that plant? Do you get gassy or do you feel a pain in your stomach after eating a certain food? Do you find yourself getting irritable or does a sudden rash break out? These are things that you really want to pay attention to, like your bowel movements. Are you having regular daily bowel movements? Because daily is ideal. Like, Ideally, you're able to get rid of your foods via your bowel movements within 12 to 24 hours. Unfortunately, today in our culture, we eat so much crap in our diet that it's more common that people have 24 to 48 hours between bowel movements, which is un unfortunate. Yeah, enough poop talk, right? Anyway. Spinderella cut it up one time. Let's talk about plants, shall we? Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things like IBD. Let's talk about plants. Let's talk about plants. Did I just take it too far? Because I'm pretty sure it's time to talk about plants right now. And if I did take it too far, I guess that's one of the perks and benefits of this being my podcast. Anyways, I will get back to a little bit more seriosity and talk about herbs that can help ease inflammation in your gastrointestinal tract because we're all suffering, well not all, but a high percentage of our population is suffering from inflammation of the gut, right? So one of my favorites I talked about on last week's podcast because it's so amazing, specifically for gut health and today's topic for inflammation, and it's chamomile. It's Metricaria recutita uh, or German chamomile, 
and it's just really, really great for easing inflammation in the intestinal tract and deserves to be talked about more than once, that's for sure. This is a really, really powerful plant in so many ways and everybody just thinks of it as a dainty little daisy just to go to sleep, right? But it is very specific for helping people who are suffering from gastritis. It can do a really great job to help prevent ulcers. In fact, there's a constituent in German chamomile essential oil. It's called bisabolol, and I might mispronounce that, but it's B-I-S-A-B-O-L-O-L. And it's been shown to actually help speed the process of healing ulcers. One thing to remember about that little constituent, the bisabolol, is that it is not very well extracted in water. So it's not ideal specifically in that situation as a tea. It's more readily available via an alcohol-based tincture or even the essential oil. But that's not to say that chamomile tea is not awesome for inflammation as well and has other great properties for healing the inflammation and the ulcers in your intestinal tract. So just wanted to side note there. Chamomile is also really great to help calm smooth muscle spasms of the digestive tract, which is something that can cause really severe abdominal cramping and pain. So it's also really nice for easing cramping and pain due to gassiness and bloating because it is a carminative herb. And chamomile is just really, really great because it's so easy to use other than, you know, I was talking about the essential oil, which is very expensive by the way, and making a tincture too, but I really just love to have it in a simple cup of tea. It's absolutely delicious. I seem to feel the benefits really, really quickly, especially if you're dealing with stomach ache or whatever other gastrointestinal inflammation you may be dealing with. Yeah, simple to make a nice, easy cup of chamomile tea. Or, of course, you can get my Digesties blend, which is all about loving your gut and easing digestion. It happens to have chamomile in there, as well as a host of other herbs that are amazing for inflammation of the gut, for gassiness and bloating and tummy upset and really rich in bitters, and it's super duper yummy. I will link to that tea blend in the show notes in case you don't want just chamomile because I know that once you try Digesties, you are going to love it. There is one thing to note about chamomile is that I do know a lot of people that are allergic to chamomile. So if you're allergic to plants that are in the Asteraceae family or the daisy family, then you don't want to take chamomile. Because if you're allergic to it, it's just going to cause more inflammation, right? Right. So keep that in mind for you or for others, whoever you're dealing with. So another great herb that is very commonly used in the herbal world for digestive issues and helping to treat inflammation is meadowsweet or Philopendula ulmeria. It's in the Rosaceae family or the Rose family. And it's really nice because it helps to soothe and protect 
the mucous membranes of the digestive tract, and it can help reduce acidity and even help with easing nausea. It's commonly used in cases of heartburn or gastritis and even for peptic ulcers. Meadowsweet's also a really nice carminative, so it's gonna ease the gassiness and bloating and tummy upset. And it's rich in salicylates, which are commonly found in drugstores under the name of aspirin. So Metasweet, it can be really, really beneficial to ease pain in the body, particularly when you're dealing with pain in the muscles and joints, which oftentimes can be a result of the inflammation of your gut, right? Wow plants. They're so cool, right? I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. Anyways, that's a, a quick little ditty on meadow sweet. And, you know, you can make yourself a nice meadow sweet tea. It's not always the most delicious, but sometimes you just got to get things into the body, right? Another herb that I absolutely love and is probably one of the first ones I think of when it comes to dealing with major inflammation of the gut is marshmallow or Althea officinalis. And I like to use the root specifically for inflammation of the gut as it's really, really rich in mucilage. So it's a mucilaginous herb or a demulcent herb, which means that it's really great for soothing and protecting inflamed tissues. So the mucilage gets really slimy and, and kind of gummy when it comes into contact with water. And it's actually specific for reducing the irritation and the lining of the entire intestinal tract. And it's that slime and that gumminess that is where the good medicine is. So what I like to do is make a cold infusion of the root. So I'll take just a little bit of the root and a little bit of the water and I put it in the refrigerator overnight. And then the next morning, it's like this ooey gooey, slimy, clear, snot-like substance. And, you know, that thought may make you grossed out, but that is, again, that's where the magic of this plant is. That is where, well, at least for this particular situation, there's a lot of magic in this plant, but that is where the, the really cooling and coating aspects for your entire digestive system, starting in your mouth all the way out to the anus, that is where the marshmallow is really going to come in handy because it's actually touching those, those tissues throughout the body and just coating, protecting, cooling, easing inflammation, Marshmallow root is cooling. Inflammation is hot. It's inflamed, right? So yeah, I love marshmallow root. I love the leaf and the flower for various reasons also, but the root is specific for the intestinal tract. It can even help you if you're like really sensitive to various gastric acids or you're dealing with GERD or heartburn, things like that. It can help prevent diarrhea. It's really amazing for smoothing uh, or easing smooth muscle spasms that cause abdominal cramping 
cooking and situations like colic as well. And the cold infusion is super duper easy to, to make. And it's really just a neutral bland flavor. Once you get over the fact that you're drinking some snotty slime substance and realize that that's like where the gold is for you, I think you can deal with it. You know, if, if you want to flavor it up, toss some peppermint or cinnamon or ginger or whatever your love is. I actually, I use uh, marshmallow leaf in my respiratory rescue tea which also happens to be a really great tea for gut health. Because if you think about it, your respiratory tract is mucosal tissue very much like your gastrointestinal tract. And so oftentimes there's a lot of similarities as to herbs that can be really beneficial for both of those systems. And particularly here, the respiratory rescue is one that I recommend to quite a few people, especially if they're dealing with heartburn and things like that, because my digestive is delicious and, and really great, but it's peppermint is one of the most dominant herbs in that blend. And peppermint is really not good for those dealing with acid reflux or GERD. So whew, that's a lot of talking, right? I'll link to the respiratory rescue also in the show notes if you're into that kind of thing. But yeah, I just wanted to touch on a few of my favorite herbs when I think of inflammatory issues in the gut. Of course, there are many, many, many other herbs that you can use to help. I love plantain, calendula, ginger, turmeric. You know, turmeric is all the rage in all the world, right? Yeah, there's a lot of ways in which you can get good help for inflammation. And as we're hopping into the New Year's train and everybody's all about diet this, diet that, la di da da I just really want to urge you to make mindful choices and to remember to be good to your gut throughout this whole process. Make sure you're nourishing your body and you're taking care of you from the inside out. And of course, please remember that the Herbalist Path is merely a podcast for your entertainment. I am not a doctor. I'm just an herbalist, and I don't even play a doctor on TV. So it is important to work with your healthcare practitioner to learn the best herbs and or dietary needs for you and your body. We are all unique, precious snowflakes, or as unique as a fingerprint, or even a flower petal. And working with somebody to help you get through those things can be really, really beneficial. Anyways, if you dig learning about this kind of stuff, come hang out with me more. I've got a cool little Facebook group these days. I'm doing a lot of live classes in it every week. And this month, I'm definitely focusing on digestive herbs and gut health. And then we do medicine making Mondays in that group too. It's all free. It's all fun. I'm having a really good time with it. People keep coming back. So I'm guessing that others are having a good time with it too. Just Facebook groups, the Herbalist Path, pretty easy to find. I'll link it in the show notes. I'm also starting a YouTube channel here in the next week or so. So if you are a YouTuber, please subscribe to my channel and tell all of your friends. And then in February, I'm doing a much longer free workshop all about 
what is leaky gut and how you can use herbs to heal it. So it's going to be a lot of fun info in there. And, you know, I like to make learning fun because that's just how I roll, you know. <laughs> Anyways, thanks so much for tuning into this podcast. I'm also going to link to a couple of great places where you can buy these herbs singularly. Like sure, buy my teas. I love it when you do. I really, really do. It helps me be able to put this podcast out. But you know, I also love it when you experiment and learn to make your own remedies in your own home. And I've got a wonderful woman-run farm that I'll link you to. It's all organic and they just create beautiful herbs. It's Oshala Farms. And I'll link you to another great spot to get some other herbs as well. And again, Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't subscribed or given me a rating on here yet, please, please, please do. It really helps to spread the word and to make sure that we live up to our mission of inspiring a movement for there to be an herbalist in every home again and making herbalism spread like wildflowers. Thanks, y'all. This has been The Herbalist's Path. Thanks for joining us. Have we piqued your herb curiosity? Are you thirsty for more? Well, then check out the show notes of today's episode for exciting educational opportunities, workshops, and courses. If you'd like to support our mission, please subscribe, rate, and review to help others find us. Together, we can make herbalism hashtag spread like wildflowers. Wishing you all a lovely day. Bye for now. take a quick pause to show some love and gratitude to our sponsors of the Herbalist Path podcast who make this show possible for me and possible for you too. So here it goes. Medicinal mushrooms are all the rage these days, if you didn't know already. And with great reason, because they are powerful medicine that can improve your health and your life in so many different ways when they're well-made. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of stuff on the market that isn't going to be so effective. And that's why you need to find a brand that you can actually trust. For me, that brand is Whole Sun Wellness. And this is the creation of a brilliant woman and fellow mama, Jamie Bonfiglio. She's an international mushroom educator that has been working in the medicinal mushroom industry for years. And this is when she saw firsthand how many other companies take shortcuts when it comes to their products. And Jamie wasn't having it. She set out to build her company the right way. Whole Sun Wellness is here to raise the industry standards so those crap mushrooms on the market aren't getting into your body or your family's body. Whole Sun Wellness is the first company to test and report nutritional facts for all of their extracts. They go beyond industry standards every step of the way, from sourcing to extraction and final testing. And as the owners of the largest medicinal mushroom farm in the United States, Whole Sun Wellness is taking control of their supply chain for the highest quality and absolute full transparency. 
They're even the first company to include pure mycelium extract in every single product. So when you're thinking of getting medicinal mushrooms for you and your family, Whole Sun Wellness is exactly the ones you want. Also, be sure to check out their new Mycolites. These are the world's first dissolvable electrolyte tablets. They're featuring functional mushroom extracts that'll give you more energy, more stamina, and recovery as well. And who couldn't use all of that? The other thing is, they are these adorable little mushroom-shaped tablets, and they come in like a little Altoids box, but way cooler than Altoids, because they're Mycolites. Anyways, head to wholesunwellness.com to grab yourself some Mycolites and all of the other functional medicinal mushrooms that you and your family need. And of course, you can grab that link right here in the show notes now. 